welcome to Loose Lips with me, Georgie Porter, my favourite gossip host slash podcast talker. Wish I met her in person. Wish I could hold her hand across the table. Sharon Carpenter. <laughs> Give me that hand. Give me that hand, Georgie. Mine's a little sweaty, but that's okay. What's a little Such sweat? It. Sweat exchange between friends. <laughs> It's good to be here. It's good to be here. I'm in uh, sunny New York City right now. Uh, and you look like you have a lovely tan going on. Yeah, it's totally fake. So this is a little trick here. I didn't do the rest of my fingers. So it's really tanned up until my oh. knuckles. And there's a few <laughs> patches around my body that aren't really done very well. But, you know, we move. <laughs> Well, you know what? The the face looks good and that's the main focus. <laughs> that's but what we're looking at right there's now. Bit, there's bits here that you can't... Oh. You can't. <laughs> so that, oh, yeah, little, you might want to keep that hair. You might want to keep the, the hair down. The trick hair, of the but, trade. There you go. Put that hair down. <laughs> the, the top of the forehead is a little... Yeah, it's almost as white as your teeth, to be yeah. honest. And they, they're looking sparkling white right now. <laughs> Against the tan is what I was going for. Thanks. Exactly. <laughs> It's looking good, looking good. Now, Georgie, um, I have a feeling that you have some exciting news. I do. You might and want to share with us. Please, do Sharon. Tell. And I feel like you're like you're you're growing with me with this as well, aren't you? So I, I am. I'm seeing you go through the process. <laughs> you've seen the blossom. You've seen the shine. So I am now actually uh, officially buying a house with my boyfriend. <gasps> Oh my god! <laughs> and this is that huge. Is, that is bigger than marriage, by the way. Like <laughs> you're actually buying a house together. That means together forever, forever <laughs> and ever. Amen. We are. We've never lived together properly before, and I've never really lived with a boy like this before. Like I'm gonna live really? with a boy. This is your first. <gasps> that is so exciting. But you guys spend so much time together anyway. Like you're at his house. A lot. He's at your house a lot, so you you know his bad habits already, right? Yeah, <laughs> I've already farted in front of him. Like that's out the door. We <laughs> you got that out of the way early. <laughs> kind of have to, don't you? <laughs> and also, it, it was getting to a point where you know when you're like teenagers and you're just like putting your clothes into a bag and you're like, right, after we have to go in separate cars everywhere because we have to go back. And it was it was like we're grown ups. Why are we doing this? This is like. It was quite stressful and annoying. So now we're like, we're moving in together this week. We are getting the keys. This to our week. House. That is this incredible. That's amazing. Well, first of all, congratulations, because I know that's big. You're a homeowner already, but being like a homeowner again. And, and so tell tell me about the house. Like, what are you most excited about? Like, tell us, tell us about tell us everything. <laughs> it's it's in a different place, so it's totally new, like a new place area. Oh, in um, Manchester. Yeah, up north in Manchester. It's it's a uh, bigger, so you know I've got more space for my clothes. P.S. I've got way too many clothes. Like moving out of your house. Oh my goodness! And That's there's all when these. You realize. Yeah, when you think, what am I doing with all this shit? And also, you know, when you find little bits that you just don't know what to do with, and you're just like, what? And and yeah, also, like this belongs to something. I just don't know what. So let me hold what? on to it just in case, kind of. Yeah, thing. just in yeah. case that connects to something that falls down. And also, you know, when you like live on your own, you have like weird stuff as well that you put in your side bedside drawer and stuff like that. Yeah. And now it's like under oh. the bathroom sink. <laughs> <laughs> you 
think, do I need this anymore? Or do I want this love letter from when I was like in uh, primary school? Do I need to keep these things anymore? So it, it's totally weird. It's like you're going through your old past and now you're thinking, what do I take with me? So weird. So how long did that take? Like the the packing and, well, you haven't unpacked yet. You're moving in this, I this week. Yeah. I mean, my house is still a mess. This is this this is gonna take a while. This house it needs to be done in a day. So, and every time I need to do something, I just lie down and have a sleep. I'm like, oh, it's too much. I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, am I seeing plastic on the cat? Like, is there plastic behind you? Is that why you've got the? Because you're packing everything up. That's just many uh, blankets that have all been just accumulated. Like this oh, is, got it. And people, yeah, like in my flowers and stuff. This room has not even been touched yet, so don't even look at this room. So, oh, so still more work to do. Moving can be stressful, but it's exciting that first of all you've got this beautiful new house, you've got this incredible boyfriend that you're moving in with. That is that is serious stuff so like are you feeling butterflies like what are you feeling right now I'm feeling like butterflies and also you know the excitement of just going home to someone or being there like in your home together like I literally just cannot wait to do that and and have friends over and be like everyone come over and I'll try and cook and hope you don't get diarrhea the next day like yeah (laughs) (laughs) dinner parties and you've got someone to cook with as well yeah we both you can drag him into it as well (laughs) I uh I lived with somebody once I don't know if it was quite as exciting um but it was nice it was definitely nice to have someone to come home to like my boyfriend at the time and since I haven't moved in with anyone since then I've got my cats and it's nice to come home to them (laughs) I sound like a crazy cat lady no like it's just nice to have somebody that they are they absolutely are they're literally like my kids my really bad mischievous toddlers but I'm so excited for you Georgie so like when you move in, like we need an update on how that first week goes and all of that kind of stuff because that's really, really exciting stuff. So that means we're only a short way away from, I don't know, marriage and families and all kinds of exciting stuff in the future. <laughs> well, literally, first things first, I'll just have a new background for the podcast. That'll be my new thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is a big that is a big step forward right there. So I'm super excited for you. I'm so stoked. Like I kind of knew it was happening. We didn't let it on to the the listeners, but you know, I'm glad I'm glad you're able to talk about it now. And well, we have a lot to talk about. I don't know if this gentleman's gonna be moving in uh with anyone anytime soon I don't know how he would choose um Nick Cannon he's actually a friend of mine and we absolutely love Nick and congratulations to him because it looks like he's expecting his seventh child um and this is going to be by uh the fourth uh, different woman. Yeah. <laughs> Please explain this, Sharon. This excites me so much. This is this is hilarious. So you know, Nick's Nick's been a busy guy. So uh, there's a model named Alyssa Scott, and her Father's Day post, right from you know not this past Sunday, the Sunday before, uh, seemingly confirmed that she's expecting a baby boy with Nick, and this would be, as I said, his seventh child, and actually his fourth baby in a year. Okay, yeah, his fourth baby in a year because he had one in December. He had twins a couple of weeks ago, and then this was just recently announced. Uh, while Cannon's face can't be seen completely in the image, we pretty much know it's him uh, because of the tattoos, right? And he appeared shirtless in this maternity photo with Scott, which is cradling her baby bump. Oh, well, he's cradling it actually. Could could I just ask in this little section here? Is are they together now? Right now, they're together. Are they a couple? Right now? Oh, you can tell by the look. Okay, we have absolutely no idea. Okay, so this pregnancy news, it comes after Scott, who reportedly appeared on his MTV game show, Wild and Out. She was one of the Wild and Out girls, right? Because they have a bunch of good-looking girls on that show. All but confirmed that Cannon is the baby's father in a since-deleted maternity shot that she posted last month, uh, where she captioned their unborn son's name, Zen S. Cannon. So that's not a coincidence right there. Uh, the news about the Nickelodeon alum comes just days after he welcomed twin sons, Zion 
Mixolydian and Zillionaire, wish I was a zillionaire, uh, with Abby De La Rosa, so a completely different woman, uh, on Monday, June 14th. And he previously welcomed daughter Powerful Queen in December with Brittany Bell, with whom he also shares four-year-old son, Golden Saigon. So she has two of his kids now. Uh, and he also co-parents 10-year-old twin son, Moroccan, and daughter Monroe, of course, with Mariah Carey, most famously, uh, to whom he was married from 2008 to 2016. Nick, what are you doing? Nick, mate, that's scientifically impossible to have four children in a year. I thought, obviously not. Also... <laughs> well, when you have multiple women involved, uh, I it's mean, a bit more possible. So... Uh, and, and also, I'm going to tread carefully a little bit, Sharon, because you're friends with um, Nick. So, but, so also, if you want to think the answers in your head, I'm just going to say them out loud. Do all these women know of each other and all each other's kids? Because, I mean, they do now, so... Well, that is the big question. <laughs> and they do now. I mean, I can only imagine what it must have been like, first of all, for, for Brittany Bell, right? So she has the baby in December. And then shortly after that, then she hears that he's got somebody else pregnant who's about to have twins. And it's like a whole maternity shoot, right? That's one thing about Nick. He's very consistent. He will make sure he gives all his women the beautiful photos to post on Instagram to reveal the news, right? Um, and, and then the, then Abby De La Rosa, who's the one who gave birth to the twins, then a week later, I have a feeling i mean who i'm not really in i don't know his personal business like that but i have a feeling they might not have known and here's one of the reasons i think that and you know again nick forgive me for all of this but um jessica white who is a model who was seeing nick at a certain point and she was very vocal about it and said she's in love with him and they're gonna have a baby and she ended up having a miscarriage right and she spoke out on Instagram about how they're going to do in vitro. But then a week later, she found out that Brittany Bell was pregnant with Nick's child. So she says in an interview, a recent interview, she said she had no idea that he was seeing Brittany Bell, that Brittany knew about her, but that she didn't know about Brittany. So who knows? I, I, I don't know. But the thing is, you know, it can't be that much fun. Okay, it might be fun to be have a baby with Nick Cannon, or maybe they're well, in love. I is this don't a know, trend? But maybe it's a trend. Maybe it's a trend. I mean, he's an attractive guy. He's got a lot of money and all of that. Maybe there's real love there. But I, I will say this about Nick. Nick is somebody who's made it very public knowledge that he is not a monogamous person, that he doesn't want to settle down with somebody for the rest of his life and I think ever since Mariah Carey he's been talking like ever since they broke up he's been talking like this there was an interview he did where he was like no one can level me up like Mariah so who else am I gonna marry and I'm like Nick I don't know if you should be saying all this um but okay like even if you think that you might not want to say this publicly uh, in an interview yeah um also Nick but, yeah have you realized you have twins in your family like you're going to just keep dotting this around and there's going to be like twins quite often. That You're doubling up at times. Like there's not even a single baby. It's a double baby at times. So maybe... <laughs> well, the other side of that could possibly be maybe because uh, Jessica White, who's the model who, you know, they broke up. She said that they were going to do in vitro. So oftentimes when people do in vitro, they end up having twins. So I wonder if there was any in vitro involved or maybe he just has twins in the family i'm not sure it could be either or but um you know i i, I just feel like what do you think sharon what would you what would you think if a guy turned around and or literally found it on the internet that he the guy you were seeing or having a baby with is having a baby next week oh no oh hell oh. no oh. the hell to pay no i'm not I'm not down with that. I'm certainly not the sort of person who will willingly get into a situation like that. And I am the sort of person that, okay, if I find out something like that, that's like my worst nightmare. You know, and my other worst nightmare, like being pregnant and then, yeah, finding out that your guy's been cheating on, on you. That is literally like a worst nightmare. I'm literally going through my all these physical changes, backaches. All kinds of stuff, like the weight gain. And like you're out there, like having a good time on the side. 
Uh, no. <laughs> you can't even have an alcoholic How drink. You? you can't even exactly. have a coffee. Like, you can't even do a lot of things. Never mind. Maybe like, not even sushi. Like, you not can't even, even have sushi. Yeah. So, uh, and you're there having your fun on the side. No. No. no can do. So, no. so, no, that would be, that would be the end of the relationship. That's hard when you are pregnant by somebody. I think if these women... I think if they know Nick, they knew at the end of the day that he is somebody who's not going to be monogamous. So I don't think it should come as that much of a surprise. But I think what everyone should be thinking about is the kids and how it's going to affect them. Because, you know, for Mariah's kids to now know, okay, now we've got another half brother, another half sister, another. And they're not, how often are they going to get to see each other? Nick, of course, he has a lot of money and he's seriously one of the hardest working men in showbiz. He works so hard. Like he's a really decent guy, like a nice guy. So I think this kind of just shows a different side of him. But I also feel that, um, I did see an interview that he did back in the days with Howard Stern and he talked about how he has lupus. So part of him feels like, well, what do I have to lose? Like I can have sex without a condom, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if that was a joke or not, but Howard joked about, well, you might have all these kids um, and, you know, live to be a hundred and then what? Cause Nick seems to think he's not going to live as long as the rest of us might because he has lupus. So that might have something to do with it. But best of luck to all of them. That's what I say. I look forward to yeah. seeing more maternity photos. And hopefully <laughs> they, they work as hard as him and they create great TV shows too. I look forward to that. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. They're going to be well taken care of though. I'm, I'm, I'm sure about that. He loves his kids. Okay, moving on to news number two. With Britney Spears, she breaks my heart. So... She speaks in court for the first time in years to remove her father as a conservator. Now, in England, we don't really, we're not really aware of conservators, are we, as such? Or is there a different word for it? I don't know. I actually wasn't really aware of the conservatorship over here either, to be honest. This is kind of new news to me. And it's a crazy story. And so, really, a conservator is somebody who has control of your financial things and you're sort of even like a lot of your life don't they really personal life oftentimes health yes all kinds of stuff and this is usually somebody who takes over life with people who have mental illnesses or dementia can't really make choices very good choices or not really well to do those kind of things so exactly and Brittany wrote to her fans on Instagram on Thursday saying she was sorry for pretending like I've been okay for the past two years. Her first public statement since her disturbing courtroom testimony on her abusive conservatorship. In her post Thursday afternoon, she said that she had not spoken out sooner because I was embarrassed to share what happened to me. She just melts my heart so much. I know, it's heartbreaking to hear all about this. It is so sad. I mean, and there's a lot here, but... Sharon, what do you what do you take on this? Because is she okay? It, it certainly doesn't sound like it. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot here, and of course there was the court hearing, and that audio was actually leaked. So she basically uh, called in and spoke to the judge and talked about all the the struggles that she has been going through with her dad basically running this conservatorship um, with a company, with some sort of a financial company. Uh, and she's talked about how she was forced to go on tour, even though she was actually sick and had to go on stage and perform. And there's actually a, a video that's been uncovered uh, from that tour where she's on stage and she's sweating and she's saying, like, I feel like I'm going to pass out. I'm sick. My my temperature is 102 degrees right now. Uh, so that really speaks to what she's saying. And then she she also goes on to say that um, they were trying to push her management, you know, her dad, the conservatorship they were trying to push her into doing another Vegas residency she didn't want to do it uh, so they ended up like pushing her into taking a drug that she didn't want to take lithium um, that made her feel like she was drunk all the time so it's some sort of antidepressant drug and a drug that's used for bipolar disorder she didn't want to take it and she was basically made to take this drug and when you listen to her you know it certainly sounds like she is a, a, just been a, a prisoner like she she doesn't have control of her own humanity. This perhaps was one of the most shocking things to me, right? Brittany's saying that she wants to have kids, she wants to get married, but she's not allowed to under this conservatorship. Basically, her, her father and the rest of them 
are, are preventing her from getting married. She also was forced to have an IUD, you know, the, the contraceptive, uh, implanted in her, and she's not allowed to go to the doctor. Yeah, so she has, and she's not allowed to go to the doctor to have it removed, which is just, you know, we talk a lot about women's rights. You know, that's a discussion that's in the news a lot, right? And just how important it is for women to have control of their own bodies and for us to be able to make our own decisions. So people are completely outraged by this. And of course, this Free Britney movement has been going on for a long time. The documentary came out. But this was just a stunning revelation because we're hearing it from Brittany. She said her dad needs to be locked up and the rest of them need to be locked up. And she's really been, you can only imagine what a lonely place this must have been. She's likened this to sex trafficking. I mean, it's, mm. it's some really, I mean, some really she, rough stuff. She's worked like from the age of 17, like all her life. She's so talented. She's worked even as a, a young child star, hasn't she? In the Mickey Mouse yeah, Club. Yeah, the Disney, stuff. the Mickey Mouse yeah. Club, yeah. And and so and so many people, like there's, there's images and there's videos, isn't there, of that old man who's a presenter saying, oh, can I be your boyfriend? And you think, ew, you dirty perv. Like, but nobody's sort of looking after her in that situation, are they? But then they're saying she's got mental health issues, which you think, of course, there's things have happened because she's had to defend her own sexuality but then also be allowed to be sexy and so there's all this weird confusion of who she probably really is and how she feels safe as a performer and all of her life who she's actually been and everyone being free of Britney is incredible isn't it that you can have a huge global support system of people being like she's not okay and her own family are not even thinking this do not have her back no taking care of her but then Sharon I get a bit worried because I think of this Britney movement right and I think everyone is there to help they've got their best intentions at heart and these are fans okay and so they've grown up with her and they see what she should be but they've only seen her as the performer that she's been put out to be so when people have maybe thought she's been okay maybe she hasn't been okay and so that's not really her and really when people say free Britney what do they actually mean because if they were to free Britney then let her go to a grocery store alone on her own without 500 fans coming over and saying oh Britney because if you're trying to free Britney you can't free Britney with the hope and the selfishness of making her perform and still put out things selfishly is what I kind of feel a bit yeah well I I think the good here's the thing I think that you know we Britney has been judged really harshly by the public right and by these fans and by the media and you know for many years she was ridiculed and remember that time she shaved her head and everyone was laughing about that and her relationship with Kevin Ferdinand I can't remember what his name is um we are very quick to judge celebrities right and I think a lot of the public feels like well you know they've got it all they're rich and they're successful and they're talented and they're beautiful so I can say whatever I like about them but you don't really know what's going on behind closed doors so I think the beauty of the free Britney movement because you know there were murmurings of this this conservatorship and the fact that she doesn't have control over her own life um but we hadn't actually heard from her because what she was saying on Instagram is that she's fine that this is the happiest she's ever been but now uh, Britney is admitting after this court hearing she as you said she's come out on Instagram and said listen I wasn't honest about it and and she even said that she thought that if she just protected pretends that she's okay she will eventually be okay but that's something that never happened um so I think it's good I think it's a wake-up call for all of us to realize that okay celebrities are humans as well like stop being so judgmental stop being so cruel you never know what they're going through I mean we've seen celebrities we've seen people you know, who seemingly have it all commit suicide, um, you know, die from overdoses and things like that. I think we just need to be a kinder nation in general. But it's a beautiful thing that she has won in the court of public opinion. Uh, so now hopefully she will really win in court. I don't think she's filed a petition yet and the conservative sh- uh, I can't say it now, conservatorship. Um, but I believe that's what she's going to be doing. She didn't realize she was able to file that petition. And she also said she was scared. But hopefully the, the you know, um, California state, uh, now that they see how many people are publicly behind her, 
they yeah. know what they need to do and they can they can dissolve it can't they it can be gone so it doesn't have to and obviously and then her dad says as well in court he said he missed her and that he was so sorry to see her in pain which so basically as well at the end of the day he's kind of just taking all the money well that's the thing it, it seems like everybody is sort of using her as a, a cash cow, everyone in, involved here. Um, Brittany, actually, th- this was like a stunning revelation. She said that uh, she was forced to pay for rehab, her own rehab, $60,000 a month, and that she was on the phone with her dad crying about it for an hour, and that he took a certain amount of glee and like pleasure um, from seeing her so upset and that just knowing that he has control over someone who is you know, seemingly so powerful just in the world, in society, but he he is having all that control over her. So it just sounds horrible. And, you know, oftentimes family and, and finances and business don't mix, right? But you've heard this story before, especially with child stars and young stars, how the parent will take over. And unfortunately, there are times where the parent doesn't have the kid's best interests at heart. And it's just all about milking them for as much money as they possibly can. I think it's horrible. I think if Brittany wants to get married and have kids, she should get married and have kids they need to end this and um i think with everyone behind her i think new york state is going to do the right thing once they file that petition there's just no way this can go on and celebrities are speaking out as well justin timberlake by the way which is interesting um jt who of course was with her in the past they dated back in the days that was like her first serious boyfriend and he came out and said that you know like women should always have control over their own bodies this is just horrible this situation um she shouldn't be going through this. I'd love to know your thoughts on this, Georgie, because a lot of people see him as the bad guy uh, in that documentary who was kind of portrayed to be the bad guy because he, when when he broke up with Britney, rumor has it that she had cheated on him and then he made Cry Me a River, which was the song that was about with her, her in the infidelity. Shower. Yeah, mm. and exactly, the Britney lookalike. So a lot of people say that was sort of the beginning of her dealing with mental health issues because of all the pressure that was put on her and how she was vilified. But, but what do you think? Because, I mean, they were both young at that time. I don't know if JT, like, had thought it out like that. Yeah, they were like early 20s, weren't they? Both on the most successful band. He was the most successful band in the world, NSYNC. And she was like, obviously, who she was. So he must have had insecurities. Obviously, everybody loved Britney. There could have been so many things. And he probably just wanted to break her heart because she broke his. Because she was probably too young to literally give all that she's got to a man at that point. And that's my psychoanalyzing of Tim Lake. <laughs> Good job. Uh, I, I, I agree, but mm-hmm. we'll be following the story and um, no doubt yeah. we'll be having more discussions about it. But, you know, free Britney. Hashtag. Free Britney. Oh, bless yeah. her. All right. Well, time for an ad break. We'll be right back. Be right back. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen, listen, bitch. Oh, listen, make, make, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Uh, in the <laughs> I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both up. <laughs> 
For the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for Music in My Life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so glad no one can see me right now because I'm doing. I was doing some weird dance moves. You head off and then, yeah. Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You, the Wellbeing Podcast. So I just became a lot more productive and happier. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music in My Life, and How Are You? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found them. We're back, guys. We're back. Uh, we are back. And um, we always love this part, our listener letter. So we've got listener letter number one. Shall I jump yeah, in? Yeah, please do. Okay, so this one is from Sam, who says, apologies for such a dramatic letter. Oh, no, we like dramatic letters. Oh, the letters. drama. <laughs> uh, I just recently found out that I'm pregnant. Well, congrats. Congratulations. But, uh-oh. Uh, but it could be one of two people. Ooh. What should my next steps be? How can I find out the father without telling the other? Or should I just go it alone? Oh my gosh. I was I was telling you about my worst nightmare about the, the pregnancy the, thing yeah. being cheated <laughs> yeah. on. This is my second worst nightmare. Okay. So, this so, is my second worst nightmare. Yeah, now this is tricky, isn't it? So if you're okay, so if you're dating two guys and they didn't know about each other and now you're pregnant, that's a bit tricky. That's the sticky situation, isn't it? And the stickier part is you don't know who is. Yeah, you don't. And that gets even stickier. So with with that sticky Sam, I think I'm going to call you Sticky Sam. Is that this sticky situation? Now I think you've either got a really, you know, get a backbone here and just say it and go like, okay, I'm sorry, I I've done this, and you may be. And it's, it's going to be like a Bridget Jones film. I mean, it's quite stressful and serious for you. And that's a film. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like one guy is going to, I don't know. I think you need to tell them because if a man is has a child and doesn't know, I think he might be sad and wish he could father that child. In which case you'd be like, oh, this could have been the situation. And maybe the child will miss out on a dad, which, you know. If could yeah, have been there, like I, I'm inclined to agree with you, Georgie. Um, I think that honesty is going to be the best policy here. I'm not sure how honest you were initially, Sam. Like, I don't, as you said, Georgie, I don't know if the, each guy knows about the other one, but I think honesty is going to be the best policy here. And just don't be surprised, right, if one of two things happens. Either neither guy wants to kind of stick with you through the pregnancy because they don't know if they're the dad or not or they both want to and then they get into it because it's like no I'm here for her no I'm here for her so so that's going to be troubling now there is a little bit of good news here okay which is I just discovered that you can actually do paternity tests while you're pregnant which I didn't know of um but apparently you can so when you're eight to nine weeks pregnant you can actually do a paternity test of course you go you're gonna have to tell at least one of the guys because he has to do give his DNA as well Wow. So what? Yeah. So does he give yeah. it to? So how are That's you going to tell them? So with how do you get his blood? <laughs> without him knowing <laughs> well that's the thing you have to tell at least one of them okay my listen georgie and i were very honest people you know we're we, honest we're, we're gonna tell you how it is georgie's honest to a fault sometimes i'm honest to a fault a lot of the time as well um but maybe not quite like georgie is um but i think that you're gonna have to at least have a discussion with one of them who's the most understanding right who is the most understanding here Go, and also, who is the most likely? Because you must have some dates and have an idea of, oh, it's more likely him than, well, maybe not. I don't know. And, um, you know, sometimes I've, I've actually heard that, and I, because I read up on this, uh, sometimes when you have a sperm go into a one egg uh, quite soon after, that usually does make a baby. So it's more um, susceptible to make a baby, I think. I mean, double check. Wait, what do you mean? Hold on. I think, you mean if you've. Like you mean if you've already sperm? had sex with? I think oh. like double sperm makes it more, you know, able to be pregnant. If that makes sense. 
So if one, if you just had one guy sperm inside you, this is me like a doctor. Oh, I'm not. Wait, a doctor. so you almost become more fertile if you've got the like the more gonna, sperm, the merrier. Like, I'm <laughs> gonna double check this. Maybe we'll take this out of the podcast if it's a complete lie, but I'm sure that's a thing. <laughs> so hold on, the more men that you have ejaculate inside of you, the better if you want to have a kid. Is that you? <laughs> really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, boys! <laughs> but I'm sure that's kind let's of Let's look thing. that one up and double check that. Let's, let's, let's double look check that. that. But you know, yeah. I'm, nothing surprises me. <laughs> nothing surprises me these days. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. So- tell at least one of them, because then at least okay, you do the DNA test with that person. Um, and then at least, okay, either they are or they're not, right? And if they're not, then it's got to be the other person. Yes, surely it's got to be the other person. And then you don't have to do a DNA test with them because then you know it's them. So really, you could get away with just telling one. But then when it's not their DNA, then they're like, oh, right, so whose is it? And then in the end, I feel like you're going to have to tell them both anyway. So I just feel like get it out of the way and do it soon. And if it is that person's DNA, the first person that you tell, then now you're pregnant and you're going to have to tell the other guy, sorry, I can't see you anymore. Or maybe you will continue seeing him. Um, but sorry, I'm like pregnant and you're not the dad. So, but, but honesty is the best policy. Cause I, you know, you've heard these stories about guys who thought they were the father and they stick with the woman, they raise the kid. And then at a certain point they realize that they're not the dad. And that's, I can only imagine how heartbreaking it is. I, I know that us women can go through a hard time sometimes when it comes to relationships and having kids with people but um I think that is probably that must be one of the hardest things ever you find out that child isn't yours and also it's like don't be hard on yourself Sam because you know you you're allowed to have sex with who you want and whatever and I think if that is you know is don't don't let like the men sort of be mean to you about this because you if you're single yeah and so you you know don't be hard on yourself I feel like it's it's what happened before with people and I think it's fine for it to happen. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's up to you if you can keep the baby if you want to and if not and if you want to tell them, I feel like we are backing you no matter what you decide to do and I think you should tell the truth, really. And, it, you know, it, it obviously is not the ideal situation to be in but you know, people make mistakes all the time. I mean, the amount of my male friends who I've had to sit down with as they're traumatized because you know they've done something similar and it's like how do I break it to this girl she's the one I want to be with but this was the one who's pregnant and you know so people make mistakes so yeah like Georgie said like great advice Georgie do not beat yourself up we're here in this position now it's just about solving the problem and move forward from moving forward from there and just you know but but honesty is always always the best policy in in my book so if you can tell both guys uh, then you figure it out from there you never know there are men who say well I want to stick with you anyway I'm in love with you anyway it doesn't matter that's the past at this point I want to be with you uh and then you know that's a guy you know who's who's really got your back as well so good luck Sam good luck sticky Sam you're gonna be fine (laughs) you're gonna it's it's all gonna be fine let us know if you tell one and tell us how it goes so we can back you no matter what more news here which um this is this is pretty fun this is a fun one this um, is a fun one another dad time news number three the uk's best dad joke has been selected this is hilarious the world's best dad joke can be revealed after thousands of funny fathers battled it out in a competition that was no laughing matter. <laughs> More than 2,700 gag-loving dads submitted their very best or worst jokes in celebration of Father's Day. Hashtag best dad jokes was trending on Twitter as fathers battled it out to win the Aldi Mamma Mia best dad joke competition. <laughs> Mamma Mia. I think it's Mamma Mia. <laughs> Did I? But Mamma Mia sounds better. <laughs> I thought it was like Mamma Mia, like the film, because she's got three dads. I feel like Mama this is a Mia, very Mama Mia. <laughs> this is a dad heavy podcast to today, isn't it? It is. It's a lot of dad talk. <laughs> dad, dad, dad. Um, stand-up comedian Mark Watson was enlisted to judge the competition and picked father of two, Austin May from Bedworth, Warwickshire, as the overall winner. 
So, are you ready for the, the best dad joke ever? I want to hear it. Are you it. ready for this? Okay. I'm ready for it. Let's see how I, bad this is. I want, I'm going to do it like a dad. Hello. <laughs> I once hired a limo, but when it arrived, the guy driving it walked off. I said, excuse me, you're not going to drive me. The guy told me that the price didn't include a driver, so I'd spent £400 on a limo and have nothing to show for it. <laughs> Chauffeur it. Get a guy. <laughs> I don't know. I think I find I found your accent or your, your your man's voice funnier than the actual joke. Georgie. I think I think it's cute. It. <laughs> it's original. It's, it's, it's kind of original. I haven't heard that one before. No, to be honest, I didn't get it when I first read it, and then I just read it then, and I got it. I get it now. Dad jokes are kind of like that that um, crossover of being super, super, super duper corny, but kind of funny at the same time, right? That's a, definitely a, a corny joke. I have a dad joke for you. I think it's a dad joke. Okay, tell me if you've heard this one before. I found it hilarious when I heard it for the first time. Okay, what's the best time to go to the dentist? I think I might know this. I don't know. Tooth hurting. Tooth hurting. Yeah, yeah. Is is then where you kind of, of dad joke? Okay. I, I mean, I think it's quite funny actually, because like at work in Hollyoaks, the soap I'm at, um, it's surrounded by men. Like all the crew, there's a lot of like men heavy uh, places, and they lot of dads. Do, yeah, a lot of dads. A lot of like you know, there's dads wearing t-shirts saying "I dad." I, you, you think, oh, that's cute because he's got kids and he loves his iPad. And then you, and then uh, it's constant flow of like dad jokes as well. And sometimes you're like, huh, oh, but I really like <laughs> you, so I'm just going to laugh. But uh... <laughs> that's but the then, thing. Yeah, like you don't want to be mean to, to a dad that does a joke like that, do you? Because you're a bit like... Uh, you don't you, you kind of have to you give these dads dads in general you sort of make allowances for right like dad bods it's like you make allowances for the dad bod you make allowances for the dad jokes so what what is a mum joke then what would a mum joke be considered I, I kind of feel like I feel like the mum joke would be you know it's actually a really good joke but the mum screws up the punchline every time absolutely yeah, or ends up just like be, like being really like shitty about herself. It's like, oh, I wouldn't do that, or I'm not very good at this, or ooh, just a yeah. bit downplay on herself. Yeah, a mum joke. Cause, <laughs> that's, a, yeah. that's probably a mum joke. Yeah. yeah, and Sharon, to be honest, I don't have a dad, so I've never really had dad jokes all my life. If anything, I'll do it myself and be like, oi. Oh, so you weren't exposed fighting. to all the dad jokes. Okay, wasn't okay. exposed to this. <laughs> human <laughs> my my real biological dad he didn't make a lot of jokes but my stepdad does make a lot of jokes he's irish as well you know the irish have a, a good sense of humor you should, so have, you should have the top top jokes surely yeah but i can't even it. it's <laughs> more like, sort of like oh. i'm trying to think <laughs> it's more it's more in the way he tells his stories they're really hilarious but what you know i was just thinking about like the first joke i ever heard in life that i can remember and tell me if this was like one of the first jokes you ever heard i don't even think this is a, a dad joke i think this is more of a kid joke right um what did the remember this one is super corny what did the policeman say to his chest i don't know you don't, you've never heard this before? This is fresh to oh me. Oh my God. Wow. Are you excited? <laughs> like literally I am. So the policeman <laughs> said to his chest, you are under a vest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is the first joke I ever heard in life. And that's the only joke we used to tell because that was the only joke we knew in school. Um, so that is that's that a is good surprising, one. and that's that's good that you never heard that before. Now I feel like I've done something. I've got some flooding back to me now. I I feel there's one, there's one uh, Scottish guy, and he walks past the window, and he says, "Excuse me, is that a sponge in the window or a meringue?" And he says, "Aye, it is a sponge, and you're not rang." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. That's cute. You have 
You literally have to do that with a Scottish accent. Uh, yeah, otherwise, what? You're not going to get the joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's a good thing you're so good at accents. Did I? Did you ever tell me how you're so good at accents? Oh, I just, I've been a lonely child all my life, so I've just played every single Teddy with a different accent, I think, growing up. <laughs> you had to entertain yourself somehow. I so. had to get through the day and night alone. I I had many personalities. <laughs> you're, you're imaginary friends well <laughs> it served you as well especially as being an actress as well so well that's, that's just mainly for that joke technique. hopefully yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully no full-on scottish i don't know i could see you i could see you pulling that off like being in a movie or something as a scots a nice scottish lass i don't know yeah. i'd love to let's try it let's do more scottish things oh <gasps> I don't know. You got. I, I Scottish... love. You're reminding me how much I love the Scottish accent. By the way, I... it's so cute. I don't I think I'm getting away with it, Sharon. <laughs> really? Well, to me, it sounds very authentic. Maybe not to a Scotsman. It's because you're in America. It's because you're in America. No yes, I've been away for too long. It's. It's. That's why I get away with this with you. It's fine. <laughs> true. 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 Listener letter number two for you. Are you, yeah? Yeah, you. listener letter number two. So this is from Anastasia. Um, she wants to know about dads. Just kidding. Uh, she's <laughs> saying, I'm in love with my best friend, but she's in a relationship with my dad. Kidding again. <laughs> um, she's in a relationship with a guy. Uh, it's pretty serious, a pretty serious relationship, and I wouldn't want to ruin it, but I can't help how I feel. What should I do? Oh no! I, we, we're getting a lot of sticky situations. Super um, today, sticky, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I. It's really hard when, first of all, when you are in love with your best friend, that's very tough because if you make a move, or even if that person feels the same way about you, and you try it out, there's a good likelihood it's not going to work out. And then what happens to your friendship? So there is a big chance you're going to risk it all and completely risk this friendship. So is it even worth it? But secondly, like she's in a relationship with a guy and it sounds like, you know, you're saying it's a serious relationship. You know your best friend really well. So that means she considers it serious because when the way she speaks about her relationship to her bestie is as if this is like something real, like I really want to be with this guy and the other thing is well you know your best friend better than anyone else so she's going out with a guy but does she also is she attracted to women as well so is yeah. there a chance there as well these are the things you, you sort See, of that, have to, that to consider very awkward situation if she's not attracted to women and you make a move or you say something and then it becomes very sort of well, I mean, she's probably she's obviously a nice, lovely girl because your best friend is her, but puts her in a situation of thinking, well, but we're best friends, so now it's switched it in a way. Because can I talk to her about this? Can I talk to her about my boyfriend yeah. now? Can I open up about certain situations? And even uh, Georgie, tell me. I'm sure you've been here a million times, but like. A lot of my guy friends and friends I've become very close with and sometimes best friends like, you know, throughout my life who've been male, like it's gotten to a point where they've hit on me or, you know, I think we're really good friends. I've known them for years and then suddenly out of nowhere, they're trying to kiss me and things like that. And it does make things very different. And now I do look at you differently and I don't feel it's not as much of a safe space no. as much as that sounds I you agree. Know, yeah, Sharon. Nice. Yeah, I agree. Like that's those situations have happened to me. And I felt like a lack of respect has happened because I feel like, oh, so I've been flirty with you. That's number one. The messages have been completely wrong because that's not how I see you as a over this, like over the step sort of. Some guys, you look in their direction, they think you're flirting. You blink and you're flirting. She's yeah. fluttering her eyelashes at me. Uh, yeah, and that's not fair because <clears throat> if you were best friends and you've shared so much and you've hung out so much and you've given so much, then all of a sudden they think it as a come on. You're like, oh, I don't trust you now. And I don't trust, and I don't believe, I don't respect any of the past. Like, has there been any truth in our friendship? Because you've not told me you thought about that then the whole time. And that's not fair. If they just go to make a move 
and didn't even address it with you. I remember this one guy who I was really good friends with. We've lost contact. Uh, but he was helping me put together a, a bookcase or something, right? We've been friends for years. And then he puts together the bookcase. I'm sitting on the couch. And then the next minute he sits down and tries to kiss me. I said, what the hell are you doing? He said, well, you know, I know you just broke up with your boyfriend. I'm next in line. In fact, I've known you longer. It's like next in line. Like this isn't about when you came into my life. It's about like, do I even look at you in that kind of way? Would I even want to be in a relationship with you? So I just thought that was, that was that was terrible and then that's not his fair. other friend mm. I I was sitting on the bed with it because that's all I had like I was a college student and I just had my room and I had roommates and I remember him sitting on the bed with me and he was like oh I, I know you feel it too I'm like uh feel what like my phone going off I break like what he was like oh the tension the the, the yeah <laughs> the chemistry I'm like no I don't feel a thing actually he got really offended and didn't talk to me for about a year yeah. Now, so, and, and also what Anastasia's got to think about is she's happy in a relationship. Like if it's going well, it's like that thing we've talked about before, isn't it, Sharon, where when somebody's got a boyfriend or in a relationship, you go, you switch off and you don't fancy them. You just go, you're not, yeah, you're not mine. So you've got to literally not be into this person because she's with somebody else, whether or not she's by or gay or straight like she's still with somebody else she's with somebody else and it sounds like she's happily with somebody else so uh I mean you know if you want to risk it all you can tell her how you feel but then she tells her boyfriend and now he doesn't want her around you uh and he doesn't trust you it's just it's going to lead to a whole set of complications so I think Georgie and I both agree like you got to turn that switch switch off distance yourself from her if you need to uh, and just be around other people go out with some other people go out start dating again you'll find somebody else that tickles your fancy or if you do say it just please write in again and tell us what happened <laughs> that too <laughs> ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. That's it, isn't it, Georgie? That's it. Oh, that's it, yeah. That's what we got right now. End of the show. All yeah. right. Thanks for listening, everyone. It's been great. It's been great. It's always great, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. And <laughs> so, so sometimes I just get carried away with myself here, don't I? We've been Loose Lips with Sherry Carpenter and Georgie Paul, so we've got a bonus episode on Friday. It's extra lippy. And we'll be back on Tuesday next week. Yes, we will. So subscribe or follow, rate and review, guys. We want to hear from you, of course, those listener letters, those juicy dilemmas. Send them to us at looselips at createproductions.com. And also you can send them um, to our uh, socials, okay, at the Missy Porter, at Sharon Carpenter. Uh, we will see you on Friday. Bye. See you Friday. Bye. Bye. 